It's now time for the Main Event Sports Show with your host, Haven Harrington, Rashawn Myers, and produced by Jerry Hazard. The Main Event Sports Show is brought to you by Verizon Wireless, Lavish Life Hair Boutique, The Peer Group. You can follow the Main Event Sports Show at MainEventSports101.com. You can also follow the Main Event Sports Show on Twitter at MeSports. And you can also download the Main Event Sports Show app. Just go to your favorite app store and search Main Event Sports Radio. It's now time for the Main Event. Welcome to the Naven Sports Show. This is your host, Haven Harrington. Joined in studio by the Green Eye Bandit himself. Julius Jones. The man who capes for every light-skinned Negro west of 9th Street. I give you my man, quadruple A, Rashawn Myers. Light-skinned brother, stand up. And BTI. Man, brown skin brother, stand up. He came to battle day, got the camouflage and black on. Y'all and the British Knights. What y'all know about that, Louisville? Got the BKs. Y'all wear British Knights anymore? Yeah, well, yeah, well, British Knights. I know y'all did. About 30 years ago. He said British Knights. Well, I ain't heard that name in a long time. I know, right? You got some troops with you, too? Them BKs. You got some troops? Nah, nah. I'll bring y'all You got some valleys? Nah, 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 nah. I'll bring y'all to the promised land. Y'all don't know about no style. It's all good, though. What's going on, fellas? I told you I came here to face music, man. I was on my way to a birthday outing with my two homeboys, two of my favorite people, Joey Rexius, my man Chanel, Nelly Fox Harrison. What, Chanel? Fellas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, I was like, you know what? I got to stop by the station. Nah, no, we know it. You should have Chanel on with his crazy yeah, no, self. I mean, I always, the door is always open. I always tell him to come through. But I said, I got to go by here and face the music. My man Rocky, every time he would, you know, give his... His pitch on LeBron, all oh, this is it for him. Yeah. Then LeBron would advance again. Rock would always show up and face the music. So I said, I got to be the man that, you know, that I expect him to be. I got to show up and face the music, man. Cleveland went out like some suckers, man. I, you know what? Game one and the, and the whole debacle in game one that everybody knew was just, it was disgusting. Congratulations to the new dynasty of the NBA, the Golden State Warriors. Your Golden State Warriors, my Golden State Warriors. You Lakers fan? about my Golden State Warriors. You're a Lakers fan. The, the Golden State Warriors. You're a bum Lakers did fan. Did he say his Golden State? Yes, he did. They are all of our Golden State Warriors. He said his. That's right. He said, "Hold up, you know what? No, talk about president. No, talk about you're a Lakers fan. You should be. You should hate. You should hate Golden State." I remember. I remember five years ago when Mark Jackson was on the sidelines, coaching the Golden State Warriors, and I said that you know. Pay attention to what's going on in Oakland because there's a young upstart team that's doing big things and they could be the next dynasty of the NBA. Did you know you what? Say that? I absolutely you did. said sure that. You did. I, like I, did I, did I not titles, say that? Right? He did say that. Thank you. He I also co- co- co-signed <laughs> on it five years ago. He also said the Cardinals are going to get better. <laughs> 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 but you know what? I I, I have a the, the Golden State Warriors have a special place in my heart because this dude seeing this? Se- seeing two light skinned starters. See, that's, that's, that's all it is. That's man. all it is. The, the, the two light skinned dudes start just made us made us hot all moist. It was a, it was a lot like the Florida Gators that that won back to back national championships yeah, I mean, in the late nineties. The Golden it State Warriors. That's why this dude the, is the, so the, hot. The Golden State Warriors were an accidental dynasty. I mean, they were literally the the the, the melding of Don Nelson. Who, of course, with uh, uh, 
uh, Ellis, uh, the little point guard, Monte Ellis. They had him as the starting point guard. They went out. They drafted Steph Curry. Then a year later, they added uh, Clay Thompson. Okay. You know, at the twenty-first pick out of Washington State. And of course, they had a pretty bad season that year. They end up firing Don Nelson. Enter Mark Jackson, brings a defensive toughness and a mindset. He goes out, makes a trade to get Andrew Bogut. He goes out, brings in Festus Azili, big man from Vanderbilt. Festus, uh, and, and, and brings a defensive culture to an offensively right, right. charged team. And it literally was an accidental dynasty. They It was just amazing because it was, it, it, it was just a perfect match of a high-tempo offensive system with a physical defensive mindset and, and minded coach like Mark Jackson. And you just had a accidental greatness. Really, like this team was never meant to be, and out of it came like Frankenstein's monster. Like right now, what they've been able to do, and you know this. In my personal opinion, I've always said Mark Jackson should still be on the sidelines. Yes. They had the oh most the, in, in every way. The, this this Golden State Warriors team had set a record for most wins since the the teams of the '60s with Rick Barry. They had their most wins. Mark Jackson got fired that year because they lost to San, San Antonio Spurs. And no, another not, dynasty. That's not why he got fired. That, that, we well, we that was the excuse that was used right, for why he right. got fired. And then, of course, enter Steve Kerr, who wins his third championship in his first four years as coach. And with Mark Jackson's team. With Mark Jackson's team, Mark Jackson's system. Man. Mark Jackson's everything. <laughs> and Steve Kerr's face. And, and Steve Kerr's face is on it. And, and, and yeah. Steve Kerr got a job out of that. Luke Walton's got a job out of it. But guess who Mike hasn't? Brown. Guess who hasn't <laughs> had gotten another job out of it? Who Mark, Jackson. Mark, Mark Jackson. Mark Jackson. Ain't the black crazy? guy. The black guy. No, Mike Brown is on the sideline. <laughs> He's getting paid but, like four. You know, I, I, but, but even with that being said, just watching this team, that you know, well, I don't like when people put the moniker of super team on them because because they're not a super team. Why not? Every other team that's been considered Shut a label, every everybody, every other team that's been labeled a super team was when a group of free agent superstars all joined together at one team to win. That's not who the Golden State Warriors are. This whole team was made of, once again, of modest draft picks. You had Steph that was selected 13th overall. You had Clay Thompson that was selected 21st so overall. So by that philosophy. Showtime Lakers not a super team. No, uh, I mean, well, I mean, you, you did bring over Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, who was an established superstar. You brought in uh, Sam Perkins, who Sam Perkins. Sam Perkins. Oh, I mean, during while, while they were winning, I mean, I Sam mean, Perkins was one of the one of the big contributors. But I mean, I mean, I mean, Kurt I, I, the Dallas Lakers, ninety-five percent of those con contributing like guys, Byron Scott, to be a super team. Not really, because they drafted all their guys. I mean, the, the, now their now their second group, their second group. When you have Ron Harper, who was a high-priced free agent, you had Dennis Rodman that came in as a high-priced free agent. You can kind of consider that a super team, even though Jordan and Pippen, the best two teams or best two guys on that team, were already there. But I mean, usually with the super teams, we like we saw with the Celtics with KG coming over, Ray Allen coming over, and joining Paul Pierce, and then you have LeBron and Bosh come to Miami to build that super team in Miami. I mean, literally, their whole team was built through the draft. They added one guy as a major free agent in Kevin Durant. Well, like I said, were a super they, team as were the Lakers. Of the early 2000s. I mean, because what I'm of, saying is. Because of Phil Jackson. Let's <laughs> <laughs> not do that. I mean, all I'm saying is, is that the, normally, <laughs> normally the teams that get that get that get annoying super teams are teams where you have a group of high priced free agents that all come together. To, you know, in a, in a, in a so, yeah, exactly. right. so by that definition, no, no, I mean they're just really good. They just have an amazing system. Like a super they, team. Like I said, I mean because really and truthfully, I don't think 
any of these guys outside of Steph and Durant could go to another team and be an all-star. Draymond. Guaranteed. I don't think no, Draymond, Draymond Green's an all-star if he goes to another I team. I think people only think Draymond's good because he's I mean, you put, you put Draymond Green on the Orlando Magic. Is he an all-star? No. I don't think so. No, I mean, no, and no. that's the thing. Clay Thompson? Well, you know. It, I mean, he's a good I, shooter, I, but. Honestly. No, but like we said, though, Clay Thompson's only good shooter with Steph Curry. Well, and with, without Steph Curry, he's like literally 10 percentage points worse with three-point shoot without it's just, on the It's court. just an unbeatable system. Like, it's literally just a system that's just, it's great. It's a great system, and you have the perfect guys for it. And, and I give them all the credit in the world for that. It's an accidental dynasty. It was not done on purpose, but it works. And they go out, they get the, the best available free agent in Kevin Durant, well, and he makes them about unbeatable. For them. Who cares? I uh, you know, he, he, does make, he does make them unbeatable. I mean, I, Kevin, KD does make it just, it, he, the, the one thing that they did not have, KD gives them. Dude, they won the game they, seven with Houston. And, 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 and when act like these dudes just rolled everybody in the playoffs. I mean, that they've won three of the last four championships. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's, that's, that's dominance. Okay, dominance. Uh, LeBron has been to eight straight championships, man. Eight straight championships. That's dominance, mm. my brother. Now, you got to actually win. No, nah, no, you don't. You don't have to win. Nah, not when you. I mean, I mean, the Buffalo yeah, Bills. No, how, how much credit does the, do the Buffalo Bills get for being? My the son is only seven. But, but, but honestly, though, Jim Kelly is, is still is considered one of the greatest quarterbacks in NFL history. Absolutely, and never won one. Well, they, they, just they, like Dan Marino, my son by many, is revered as one of the top quarterbacks. Absolutely, great. Nobody's disputing that they are great. But since my son and my daughter have been alive, all they've seen is LeBron James in the championship. But you know, eight straight years. It's amazing. But 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 you know what? I just want to say this happens every year. Okay, it's LeBron versus whoever else comes out the West. That's how it works. But look, fellas, look, I, I told you I came in here. I appreciate here that. On my grown man, look. No, you know what? I came here to face the music. They lost. You know I what? Accept that. I, I got, I got no, they didn't that. just lose. They got swept. Yeah, I got to go. They, they did. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? And it was bad, but you hey, know when, what? When, when are we back at, uh, at uh, Old Little Pizza Pub? I'm going to check. It should be this Monday. It, it looks good. The renovations are going to come along well. But you know what? And shout out to the Old Little Pizza Pub. Great wings, great pizza. I got to go hook up with my homeboy. That's right. Hook up with your homeboy. Hey, appreciate it. Chanel. But you know what? There's a guy on the line right now that can help us solve a lot of these questions we're having about greatness. And that's the great one himself. Louisville's own DeWan Wee. What's going on? What's up, brother? How you doing? Man, doing real good. How about yourself? Everything's good. I can't complain. You know what? I'm going to tell you the thing I love about DeWan Wee. The one we represented for short brothers all over the place. <laughs> and, and, and that's what I love about DeWan Week. Man, he, just, he represented. You know, you got Steph right now in the league doing this thing for short brothers. You know, six foot, six foot one dudes. My man DeWan was putting it down back in the day. Thank you. We love you for it. Yes, sir. Appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> hey, so, so, so we, man, man t first of all, tell me what you think about everything that's going on in the NBA right now. What did you think about? Now, I'm sure you, you heard us going back and forth about dynasty, not dynasty, or, you know, what, what is true greatness. Well, what did you think about the Warriors winning it? And what, what did you think about LeBron overall? Do you, do you think all this talk about better than MJ was overblown? What, what, what do you think about the NBA right now? Man, I tell you, I'm a, uh, I'm a big LeBron fan, man. I mean, one of the biggest. I mean, just, just just what he does and what he brings, you know, not only to his team but to the league, man. You know, mm -hmm. whether it's funny whether you hate him or love him, you know, imagine the league without LeBron. You know what I mean? Absolutely. That's crazy. 
Yeah, I mean, he's he's one of those guys like like a Kobe Bryant, like a Michael Jordan that, you know, the whole league kind of bows to, to, to their greatness. And LeBron's the next in, the, in that line. Uh, and I think it's telling how big of a superstar he is when it seems to me, Dewan, that Everybody wanted to talk more about the fact that, you know, LeBron's now a free agent. Where is he going to go next? More than they even wanted to talk about the, the fact that, you know, the, the, the Warriors won back-to-back championships. Didn't it seem like that to you? Crazy, man. I mean, like, I'm reading the bottom of the screens on, on, on ESPN. And that's how they told me they got, like, they got, like, five different things about just LeBron. And the Warriors won. I mean, it's <laughs> crazy. I mean, if I was LeBron, I might, uh... I might try to trademark my name, man, because he'd, uh, he'd be one of the richest in the world. Oh man! I mean, he's already worth almost a billion dollars. I think by itself is what that last estimates they said the brothers are reaching that that B mark, that that one billion dollars. Start calling him the franchise, man. Good Lord, <laughs> with, with yeah. things like that. But honestly, though, the reason nobody's talking about Golden State winning back to back titles is because it's like it's not surprising. Everybody's expecting right. to win back to back titles. Vegas had right. them sweeping Cleveland anyway. I mean, the only surprise would have been Cleveland winning the game. Right. That that would have been a surprise. Yeah, I mean, I, I agree. I mean, this, I mean, that team. You know, you, you talking about dynasties. I mean, if you went three out of four of them, you you right there to me. I mean, that's right there with you know the Lakers back in the eighties, and you know the Pistons, and you know the Bulls, and uh, you know all all those all those teams that won. You know the Spurs who won. You know, like three mm-hmm. out of four with Duncan and Robinson them and. You know, they they right there. I mean, I think it's watered down because of the team that they have. And, you know, and, and KD, it's tough when, you know, the, the second the second best player in the league goes to a team that won 71, 72 games the year before. Right. And, and you know what? And that's one of been one of the big things I've heard about that is the fact that KD, you know, ends up going and, and making the decision to, uh, you know, he, head to Golden State when he had some other options. He could have went back home to the Washington Wizards, or he could have maybe tried to go with Harden down to the Houston Rockets or something like that. But you know, the, the biggest thing I always ask folks is, I was like, okay, well, I, I grant you that argument. Maybe you know, putting KD on there wasn't fair. But if if instead of bringing back Harrison Barnes, who was the small forward before he got there, what if the you know the Warriors go out and get Jimmy Butler, or they go get Paul George? Would it really have been that different when you still have Steph and Clay and Paul George out there instead of Durant? Like, like I I keep wondering how less great would they be because they were going to go get them a headlining wingman. It was just a you know question of who it was going to be. I don't know if it would have been that different. Would you? I don't think so either. I think they gonna, I think without KD, they'd have still won. They'd have still won a championship. I, I think it might have been tougher. I think LeBron would have had a better chance. But, you know, I mean, as you can see, these, these four games, I mean, KD was a difference. He was a difference, man. I mean, he can – I mean, he, he got shots that's unguardable. You know, he's a shot maker, you know, yeah. and it's tough to defend. Yeah, he's, he's ridiculous, man. He's unbelievable. Well, Dewan, I got a question as just Jay Hans. Got a two-party question for you. The first question is, is has Chris Mack reached out to you? And tell us what you got a basketball cap you got coming up. Tell us about that as well, too. Yeah, Chris Mack has reached out to all of us, man. He, he's been, he's been, I mean, in a couple months, the couple months that he's been uh, on the job, man, he's, he's had about four or five events for former players, man. That's all, you know, he, he, he's doing, you know, he's going above and beyond to, you know, try to try to make us former players, you know, feel welcome in the university like, like it's supposed to be, you know. Tell us about this basketball camp you got coming up. Yeah, I'm having uh, three basketball camps this summer. I'm having uh, two uh, this month, uh, June, June the 
June the uh, 18th through the 22nd, and June the uh, 25th through the 29th at Valley High School. And I'm having one uh, July the 16th through the 20th at uh, Moore High School. You know, if you guys, you know, uh, ladies, uh, boys and girls, say 6 to 16, want to come out and, you know, get some extra training in, you can reach us at thewanweeksports32.com uh, or call us at 502-855-1257. Dewan, I got another quick question real quick before uh, Haven out with Rashawn come back. I got a blank check right here, right, man? Uh-huh. I want to see you go one on one with the great one, Rashawn Miles. <laughs> Why you? <are> you? <laughs> <laughs> hey, I don't. I don't want none of them problems, bro. You know, you know the great one. <laughs> <laughs> man, I, you know, I, I get out there who with uh, with my daughter kids sometimes, and I, you know, I just, I just, I just be frustrated because you know your mind as you get older, your mind. Oh yeah. The mind thinks one way, but your body ain't gonna allow it. Like I, I still lose ball and. You know, my mind be like, go get that, Dewan, but I, my body won't allow me to move. <laughs> hey, Dewan, have you, have you communicated with some of the uh, active uh, players so far at University of Louisville? Have you talked to them? Have you, you know, had a, you, you, you collaborated with them? What have you done with them yet? Uh, you know, the, uh, the, the active players at UFL? Yeah. Have you, have you talked to them one-on-one? I haven't, I, haven't, I haven't had a chance to, to, to talk to them, but I, I plan on getting down at them. You know, I've been busy with, uh, you know, our summer league out of my high school has been heating up, and uh, you know we're having summer league games for all high schools in Jefferson County, so I hadn't really had a chance to get down there. But I really plan, I plan on it, uh, you know, before the summer's out for sure. All right, good deal, good deal. Now, now, Dewan, I do want to ask you, like, like after all the craziness, you know, I, I continue to say that the job that David Padgett had to do, kind of circling the wagons and keeping that thing on the rails and even having an opportunity uh, to make it to the NCAA tournament, even though I thought that the talent team was good enough to maybe make a run to a Sweet 16 Elite Eight, just the fact that he was able to get that close where he was basically coaching the team by himself for a long period of time uh, and, and then, you know, playing against such a daunting schedule, or in the ACC. Um, what do you think about Chris Mack? What do you think about the direction of the program now that everything's kind of settled? Um, you, you know, what, what do you think about the direction of the program right now? I mean, I think we, uh, I think we got the, 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 the next best guy. You know, once you look outside, you know, top coaches in, 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 in the NCAA, you know, you got Roy Williams and, uh, in North Carolina, then you got Bill Snap at Kansas and, uh, you know, all these other guys. But, you know, once, once, once you get past them, you know, Chris Mack was the next, next up. And I think he was the next take higher. And, you know, I, I mean, it's so good for what he did, you know, what, what he did for, for Xavier. And hopefully, he, uh, you know, he does that for us. No doubt, no doubt. And, and you know, I, I do want to ask, now, have you gotten the opportunity um, to watch any of the, the uh, practices? I know Chris Mack has had some of the guys out to kind of watch the team go through some workouts and things. Uh, do, have you gotten any insights to the team so far, any early impressions? Have you had the chance to check them out so far? I hadn't, I hadn't got out there to, to check them out and see they pick up games. But I've been hearing good things. Um, you know, I've been hearing good things about, you know, B.J. King. You know, I really think that, you know, his junior year, you know, coming up, I think he's going to take a uh, big step forward. And, you know, it'll be good to see because I'm a big fan of his. You know, yeah, Dewan, I mean, his, his wingspan and his, his athletic ability and his shot making, you know, I think he can, uh, he can really improve on, on the last two seasons. I mean, because it, it used to be back in the day. I know everybody's kind of goes crazy with the one and duns and having these impact freshmen, but it used to be back in the day, Dewan, that you know guys were expected as a junior to, to be. That's when their big breakout was and their big impact year was. I mean, so you know, VJ is going along more maybe the lines of a, a traditional freshman where they, they you know tend to have the bigger impacts as they get further on. I mean, that that's the way it used to be, right? Yeah, I mean, I think that's 
Yeah, uh, I, I couldn't hear you. I couldn't hear you question, but you know, you're right. I mean, I think um, you know, I I, I I I love the way you and Bill have it going. You know, and, you know, you bring you bring your kids in, and you keep them for four years, and you know, us as fans, you know, our, our community in Louisville and the five one two man, we once you play here, you like your family for for the rest of your life. You know, mm -hmm. whether you whether you live in Louisville, from Louisville or not. What? What do I do? You do you miss your name called all the time? Goldbar Wheat. <laughs> do, you, do you miss that man? <laughs> hey, you know it's a funny story. I, uh, you know, I remember when I was like 13 years old, and I got, you know, I got to go to a game for the first time, and, and uh, you know, I, I used to hear John Fonda like John Tom, you know, say people's name, you know, Goldbar Smith, and you know, I am told you, man, and what's like that, you know. Well, I tell you this, Haven and Rashana and uh, myself, we have a main event leadership academy for young people, and uh, we want to get you collaborated with the uh, organization so you can see what all what we do, man, be a part of it. I think we may. I think we may have lost him. Is his phone's having yeah, some? Yeah, I think it's going issues. to that, that, that Cochran Hill Tunnel gets every time. Yeah, there it is. There it is. But they definitely appreciate. Uh, my, my daddy's called Sweet Wheat. They used sweet to love wheat. that jump shot. They say that's the sweetest jump shot I ever seen. Gold <laughs> But man, that, that's that's my dude. Barry High School. I should have asked him what he thought about Quinn Snyder. You know, any records that Allen Houston didn't have. Quentin Snyder broke all his and Allen Houston's records with Valerie. So, man, we got a lot to talk about. Talk about Rashawn and Haven. I mean, you can, uh, I'm, matter of fact, later on today, before we get out of here, I'm going to tell you how you can join maybe a sports show with t tonight with some of the NFL, NBA players. Going to hang out with Rashawn, Haven, and myself. You can be a uh -oh. part of it. You can meet and greet our friends. Okay, we'll go back. We'll talk a little about college recruiting. NFL, NBA, see what, uh, how much money uh, Lamar Jackson's making. We're going to talk about that, Hayden. There we more, go. Have you make more money than Lamar is making? I try to. Be right back, Maven Sports. contract advantage unlimited talk and text plus three gigabytes of high-speed data for $25 a month with no mystery fees and no activation fees ever just $25 a month on a lightning fast 4g lte nationwide network and no contract that's our best deal ever buyers now at nationwide retailers like best buyer at simple mobile dealers simple mobile out with the old in with the simple a month equals 30 days limited time offer ends 9 30 18 please refer always to the latest terms and conditions of service at simplemobile.com Dad, what are you doing? Cramming for college. I'm the one going to college. Yeah, but we need to figure out how we're going to pay for it all. Discover Student Loans. Discover does student loans? Yeah, they're one of the top student loan lenders in the country. It takes 15 minutes or less to apply, and there are no fees for the life of the loan. Best of all, I can earn cash rewards if I get good grades. Really? Yeah, we still have time to apply and get a great rate. So I can just chill. College kids still say that, right? No one says that, Dad. Really? Yeah. Visit discoverstudentloans.com to apply today. Limitations apply. 104.7 WLOU, WLOV, and Passport Health Plans presents 
the 7th Annual WLOU Summerfest Prayer Breakfast. Thursday, June 21st, 11 a.m. at the Kentucky Center for African American Heritage. Come and have breakfast with us. We're building our community with prayer, faith, and love. Guest speakers include Dr. Marty Polio, Sadiqa Reynolds, Mayor Greg Fisher, and Pastor David Snorton. Our keynote speaker, Reverend Dr. Callan Gray, Dean of Students, Noble Presbyterian Seminary, Pastor of New Mountain Baptist Church, Shelbyville. Leading in prayer, Pastor Barbara Hagler and Edward Miller, and ministering in song, the renowned national gospel artist, Lamar Campbell. Don G. Way 3 will be our MC. Tickets available right now for $30. Churches and businesses, purchase your tables by calling 776-1240, extension 112. Don't miss the 7th Annual Summerfest Prayer Breakfast, Thursday, June 21st, presented by Passport Health Plan. Don't get you slipping now. Don't get you slipping now. Look what I'm whipping now. This is America. Don't catch you slipping now. Don't catch you slipping now. Look what I'm whipping now. This is America. Don't catch you slipping now. Look how I'm living now. Police be tripping now. Yeah, this is America. Guns in my area. I got the strap. I gotta carry them. Yeah, yeah, I'ma go into this. Yeah, yeah, this is Gorilla. Yeah, yeah, I'ma go get the bag. Yeah, We're yeah, back with your number one sports show, main yeah, event. Yeah, so this is uh, America, Haven. That's America, man, by Donald Glover. Yes. Salute to the Marine. Hurrah. Hurrah. Nah, you're a terrible Marine. Dang. Man, he described you a terrible <laughs> Marine. That's me. <laughs> That's me. That's horrible. First of all, we want to give uh, our love and our condolences to uh, Jeff Fellas. Had his memorial today at Highland Park uh, Missionary Baptist Church right off uh, Shanks Lane. Shanks Lane. And uh, from one to three, want to thank his family, his daughters, his, his children, his family and friends. His wife friends flew in from Sacramento, California. Got a bunch of friends and family here in Louisville, Kentucky. And uh, we love you, Jeff Ellis, man, and your family. And uh, we want to throw it out there. That, matter of fact, this whole show goes out to the Ellis family. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Well said, Jay. Well said, man. You know, there's just so much going on. Uh, we could talk about where LeBron's going to go next, if he's going to go someplace next. I mean, rumors everywhere. It was, was crazy, man. Like trying to make it to Golden State. There was no time where said, you know, that the, the Warriors won, and all they want to do is talk about LeBron, LeBron, LeBron. Because like, he's the lead. He's not the lead. Like, I mean, he's, there's, he's, there's, there's a lot of good players he, out there. There's a lot of good players, yeah, and, and but I, he is the man. You know just what? Like, just, like, like, just like Michael Jordan. I went out on a tirade. About yeah. LeBron on Twitter yesterday. And and anybody yes. who follows me on Twitter knows he hates LeBron James. It's not about hating LeBron it James. Is. You don't hate LeBron James when you say that he's one of the ten best players to ever play in the league. That's that's first of it's all. Top five, but uh, maybe now he's top maybe, five. Maybe I don't know why I could trip. I don't know why you trying to put Larry Bird he's ahead close. of him. I mean, I'm putting Wilt and Kobe ahead of him, even if he is in front of Bird. He's still not caught up with Kobe and Wilt. 
But you know, I mean, my my big thing is um, LeBron's a great player. But but like I said, people have gotten so big into this whole usage rate thing. And if for those of you that don't know what usage rate is, that that means how how long or how often the ball is in somebody's hands. So what what that means is guys that fill up a lot of stats on the stat sheet, guys like Russell Westbrook averaging a triple double, guys like James Harden who always has the ball in his hand, almost averaging triple double, triple double, and LeBron. People are equating getting a bunch of stats and filling in a bunch of stats in a lot of different categories is greatness. And while that is impressive, a, a feat to do, that's actually not the way basketball is meant to be played. It's not meant to be played that the point guard is also the scoring guard and also the post player. Like that, That's one of the reasons that LeBron's team, LeBron is the only player to play how he plays to ever win a championship. You know, where you have a guy who's basically dominating, trying to dominate all, you know, from all three positions on the floor. He's trying to run the team, be the primary scorer, and, you know, getting the bulk of the, uh, the rebounds and things of that nature. Like, that usually doesn't work because basketball is set up for five guys to have five different jobs and to run off of a system. So, I mean, while I, I appreciate LeBron's greatness, I appreciate his talent, I appreciate what he's done, I, the, all those numbers don't mean anything to me. And like I said, the fact that he goes out, plays well against a very weak Eastern Conference, and against a really good team for the first time, he couldn't win a game. And at the end of the day, that's all that matters. The Celtics were a good team. And, 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 and so, so you're saying the Celtics were Well, if they had Kyrie and, and Hayward, they would not have won. And literally, even though they didn't have that and was playing with third, even, third even string guys. Kyrie Hayward, they were still a good I team. I mean, that they were good enough to hang with, you know, and, and put, you know, take Cleveland seven games just like the Indiana Pacers were. I mean, at the end of the day, Cleveland just wasn't a good team. I mean, and LeBron is a great player, but that's what makes people, LeBron's greatness. Even that great, bit, but that's, that's, that he took. But a, that's not how he took. A, he took a. You know what? I, you know what? LeBron takes away. Posted. I want, and all I'm saying, I don't, all I'm saying is, is that because win. LeBron, I don't think so though. I, I think that you've taken away from Kevin Love's game. You've taken away and basically taken the job okay, for a lot of those no, other time players. Out, time out. Time out. Time out. Time out. Time out. I mean, no, 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 no. I'm gonna, I'm gonna stop right there. I'm gonna stop right there. I'm gonna stop right there. He talking about he takes away from their game. Absolutely. J.R. Smith is a bum, and has been a bum for at least ten years. I mean, J.R. Smith is, is a bum. A, all I'm saying is, is that when you, play, is a bum. when you play Kyle with Cole, a guy Kyle like Culver, is a bum. When you play like with a guy like LeBron, a lot of times it makes everybody else change how they've played literally their whole career, and it's very difficult to play with a guy like that. I mean, it, it's tough. Kevin, uh, uh, Kevin Love was a guy averaging 28 points, 14 rebounds before he got to Cleveland. He didn't forget how to play basketball. And he's in his prime. But playing with LeBron, when you play against a guy who's basically controlling everything all the time, it changes how you play. And, and that, you know, while it, it's great to watch him do that, he does take away from other players' games. He has one of the players to take away from. That's Kevin Love. It's about on his team. Hey. Who else does he have? He, he's the one who built the team. Who else does he have? Uh, what's, what's going on, Carla? How you doing? What's your name? What's your comment? Uh, it's Wayne. How you guys doing? Hey, what's going on, Wayne? How you doing? I'm doing well, man. I'm, I'm just going to speak briefly. Uh, LeBron did all he could do, but they. I was listening this morning on, on a couple of other shows, and they were talking about L.A. and Philly. There's no need to go in out west because there's nobody going to beat Golden State out there. The best spot for LeBron, if they could swing it, because they, they also talked about Rozier and uh, Irving. If, if they could swing it some kind of way, the best spot for him where they could challenge Golden State would be Boston. Not Philly, but Boston. That would be the ideal team for him. Mm. Now, he'd have, he'd have to cut his road, but he wouldn't have to do everything. That would be the perfect team for him. Got a damn good coach, <clears throat> perfect situation. And I just wanted to hear what you guys thought about it. And you know what I think about you guys? You guys are the best. 
Appreciate you. Hey, appreciate it, Wayne. You know what? First of all, I know Kyrie Irving, who just got himself into this situation. I hate that. If, if for some kind of reason he ended up getting traded back to Cleveland oh, God. To, to send LeBron to Boston. Kyrie would hate that. That would be. <laughs> but you know what, though? I don't know if Danny Ainge likes things done a certain way. And LeBron is a guy who likes to have things done a certain way. The thing about LeBron James, for as great as he is, he wants to control everything. He wants to control the roster. He wants to be the general manager. He wants to be the coach. He wants to tell everybody how to play. He wants to have the ball in his hands. He wants to be able to run the team. And he pretty much wants to have say over everything that happens inside that organization. The thing about LeBron is, he's getting to the point, and he's old enough now, to where I don't know how much people are going to want to deal with him. And that's the thing. It's like if you're the Celtics and you feel that with Kyrie and Gordon Hayward back, you can beat any team that LeBron's on anyway, why would you want to bring Planet LeBron in when you're going to have to deal with all those things? I mean, literally, the dude wants to control everything. Do you really think that they would want to deal with that? I'm going to say this. LeBron does want to control everything except when he's on another team with perceived other alpha male players. Uh, I.e. with the heat. Yeah, I mean... Because that was... Wade was the guy who taught him how to to, to win. That was was the man. I think, to me, the best spot for LeBron actually may be the Sixers, where it's a young team where he's older, he can exert more influence. But as you saw during, you know, even this run, LeBron kind of laid off quite a a bit in the finals. LeBron... And I think being... I mean, it's hard to imagine he's been in the league for fifth years. I mean, I, but this is the thing, Haven. God, I, I think that, I, me personally, I think he does too much. Like, he, he I, I, I really and truly believe that if he backed off and just did one thing great, like if LeBron became a full-time power forward and allowed a team to put perimeter players around him and he just used his versatility and his abilities as, as a power forward, he could do that. I think that he would be better. But will LeBron do that? Because Kobe Bryant never wanted to stop being Kobe Bryant. You know what? And that's one of the reasons that nobody wanted to come to L.A. after Kobe got to a certain point because they didn't want to deal with it. But is LeBron willing to back off and allow especially young guys no, to, honestly, to run things? I think he would at, at this at this stage of his career because his career is almost over. Michael never did that. Michael, Kobe never did that. Michael never had to, though, because Michael alpha, had But I, all I'm saying is how many alpha males have ever, like outside of Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, how many alpha male players have really just kind of said, okay, but, but, but here's the thing, though. I'll let it go. Michael always had Kareem. I mean, Kareem. Michael always had Pippen. So he had a guy that understood how to play with Mike, and it just worked. And then he brought in a, a, uh, the best role player in the history of basketball in Rodman. And it's fit perfectly. But, but you know what, though? The reason that all this is a conversation is because we've never had a, a, a you know, A-plus superstar like this jumping from team to team trying to figure out where he needs to go, where he's basically trying to move into somebody else's house and get along. I mean, this is literally like a uh, like a reality TV show. Well, you know, but, but this yeah. is this is basketball 2000. I would love to see a hard knocks for basketball. But, but that's what it is. This is basketball 2015. KD did it. KD couldn't be going to the state of OKC. So I can't beat him. I'm going to join him. And I, that's what he did. I mean, you know, I, I think. He left OKC, which uh, which was a very good team. Yeah, he, no, he, he left Russell Westbrook. Let, let, let's keep it real. But still, it was uh, a good team. Yeah, it was a good team. But you, you got to enjoy. You got to have a workplace where you're happy to come into work. They could challenge. I mean, but you know, it is. He couldn't beat him. You join him. I mean, but it was oh, it, it was LeBron. LeBron maybe really truthfully, like uh, how, how about LeBron going to someplace like San Antonio? 
I mean, that, that, was, a, that, that, that was a place where I thought that he would have, you know, been interested in heading to. But uh, Stephen A. Smith came out with the group saying that the only four teams that LeBron was going to have conversations with were the Warriors, the Celtics, the Rockets, and the Sixers. Well, and I'm like, first of all, two of those teams are done. With, first of all, the Warriors don't want LeBron. They're they really don't need LeBron. Like, why would you even deal with having to deal with all that money and all the drama that comes with LeBron when you're already the champs three out of the last four years? Secondly, uh, the Celtics, I just don't see that as an option. I just no. don't think that – I think Boston has it set up perfectly right now to where they get their superstars back. They're the best team in the East anyway. So I don't think that they want to deal with LeBron. So, I mean, that leaves two teams, the Rockets and the Sixers. Okay. The Rockets might. The Rockets maybe, but they have to deal with the fact that they have to sign Chris Paul back. But okay, Chris Paul's a really have like agent. three ball dominant players, yeah, and that's the question. Like, how do you show? I mean, pretty much Chris Paul and, and uh, James Harden this year basically had to take turns running the team. I mean, and basically, okay, you go, and now the other guy goes. And when the and when those guys were doing that, the other guy pretty much didn't do anything. So now you add LeBron to the mix. How does that work? And, and then uh, you know, and then I've heard. What do you think about this scenario? Uh, and, Jay, you can speak on this one as well. There are some people saying now that LeBron is trying to talk with Paul George and Chris Paul about all three of those guys going to L.A. Like, what, what, what do you think about that trio in L.A. with, with maybe Lonzo Ball and uh, Julius Randle? Now, that, that would be something. Not bad. That, that would be like that. That's not bad. That's not bad at all. That's, that's, that's better than six. Honestly, right now, the six options the best. I think that that would be the very best option if you can get all those guys to Lakers. But yeah. if not, going to six. I mean, you, I you got Kyle Kuzma, you got Lonzo Ball, you got Julius Randle. You know, that they mm. might be able to re-sign Kentavious Caldwell-Pope, who I really like, and then you add in George, Paul, and LeBron. I mean, that might be his best chance. Jay, Jay what do you think? I think you're right about that. That yeah. Western Conference Finals be off the chain. Oh, wow. The Western Conference, if that happened, with the Rockets <laughs> – there's a lot of good free agents this year. That that would be killer. The Eastern Conference once again be like, damn, <laughs> we almost had it. <laughs> I mean, that, yeah, the we East, so close. East would right be there. dominated by the Celtics if that God, happened. I know. <laughs> I mean, it would be Sixers, Celtics, Sixers, Celtics, Sixers, Celtics, yeah. Celtics with the Celtics winning if they can stay healthy. If they can stay healthy. The but if that doesn't work out, the best bet to me is the Sixers team. They're a young team. He can be dominant because he's older. They all look up to him because. They're all in middle school when LeBron made it to the league. I mean, literally, they're all like yeah, all I mean, middle school. The Sixers so. are the only team that LeBron can be like, go sit in that corner. <laughs> and they go, okay, LeBron. We got you, LeBron. Yay, LeBron. <laughs> Except for Ben Simmons. He seems like he's kind of, he might get jealous. He, he seems like the jealous type. He might get jealous, know. but, you know, I think that will be a team he can mentor. The talented team. I think Ben Simmons will start his own burner accounts, just like uh, his GM, Colangelo. And That'd be like, hey, no, like, hey, dry, dry, dry snitching on LeBron every chance he got. I know, right? <laughs> quit, it. Oh, quit it, man. Quit it, man. Quit it. And LeBron gets booed out the league, too. <laughs> it is Jay. Jay Hass. Hard work, man. Show business. Rashawn Haven. We're here live. Join us and give us your comments about what you think about Lamar. We're going to talk about some college recruit, what Chris Mack is doing. A phenomenal job at the class of 2019. Haven has something special. He wants to tell you guys about a big event. Also, too, about the Leadership Academy for young people. We're going to talk about that. Made of in sports. Smoke, she asked me a lot of
The following call is real. It took place between an OnStar advisor and a member. OnStar emergency. I was just rear-ended and I have a child in the car. Does anyone hurt? Uh, my son says his head hurts. I have you at Central Avenue. No matter where you are, you're never alone with OnStar. I'll bring my okay. partner on the line. Okay, Ms. Well, I am sending a first responder to help. How old is your child? He is four. I know this was a scary situation for you, but I'm going to be right here with you. This is scary for my son right now. Keep talking to him. Keep him alert. I'm sorry. No, that's what I'm here for. An emergency medical dispatch certified advisor is there for you, ready to help, 24 hours a day. Okay, it looks like the first responder is coming out. Go ahead and speak with them. Please know we are here whenever you need us. Thank you. OnStar is available on Chevrolet, Buick, GMC, and Cadillac. OnStar. Be safe out there. OnStar Advisors certified by International Academies of Emergency Dispatch. OnStar acts as a link to emergency services. Visit OnStar.com for details. Remember the first time you sat in the car you're sitting in right now? Oh, you two were in love. You miss that feeling, don't you? Just go to Carfax.com now to search millions of used cars and fall in love all over again. Because only Carfax gives you a free Carfax report with every search and it's easy to see all the best deals. Don't miss out on your deal. Start your used car search now at carfax.com. Back to your number one sports show, Hayden Time. Man, Lamar, 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 the GOAT. You went down with the big one. Hayden, let's talk about this main event leadership academy. Man, so, you know, when we first started the main event sports show like 10, 12 years ago, we started a main event leadership academy. It won several awards. Uh, but, you know, but due to the work and things of that nature, we kind of had to kind of had to pull back a little bit. But now we decided, you know what, it's time to go once again, just like hard. And the people need us. The people need the Leadership Academy. So we're bringing it back. Uh, new and improved. It's called MILA, the Main Event Leadership Academy. What the Leadership Academy does, it shows kids and teaches kids how to use social journalism to make a positive impact in their lives. How they can use Facebook, Twitter, the, the things, the social media things that we use all the time, how they can use it and make positive changes in their lives and their communities by right? showing them how to interview, showing them how to, you know, vlog, you know, blog and vlog and, and all these other things and, you know, helping them you know, get better in English and their technical skills, helping them show them some, uh, some things with STEM, which is you know, engineering and mathematics because that's all a part of social media. That's all a part of what we do here broadcasting. We want to, you know, to share that with the youth. So we started uh, the Man of Leadership Academy, and that's when our primary focus is going to be, especially this summer, is uh, getting kids in here. And you're going to see a lot of kids, you know, on our show in the next couple of weeks, you know, helping us out, you know, learning the craft of how to be a journalist, how to be a sports journalist, how powerful this tool you know, can actually be and how much of a change agent uh, this tool could be. So I'm excited about that. I'm so excited as soon as the show's over and I'm headed to the Ali Center for AMP to have an awards banquet tonight. So I've been invited 
uh, there. So I'm going to go there. He got my good friend Dave Christopher there with Amped. And uh, we're going to hopefully partner with them on some things as well. So I'm excited about that. And we got a lot of things coming down the pike that, you know, I think you guys uh, would be interested in. So if we have sons and daughters from 12 years old to, you know, a little bit out of high school, hey, we want you guys here in this class. We want to teach you how these things work. Because there's um, there's a lot of positive things that can come from this, you know. And one of the reasons that that me and Rashawn started this, you know, we've gone to you know NBA Finals, we covered the NCAA Championship, the NCAA Final Four, uh, we covered the Indy 500, you know, we covered all these events. And every time we go out and cover these events, we always know it's the same thing. There'll be like a hundred journalists and like five or six black journalists there. If that many, and we were like, no, this this has to change. That this has to change, and that's what it's all about, man. It's it's about just letting letting folks understand that a if you have a love for sports, so everybody knows that sports and athletics is very uh, a very big thing in the African American community, and, and a lot of times people think that the only way that you're able to have a job or a role. Uh, on the athletic fields is on the athletic fields and then there are absolutely a lot of other opportunities out there the electronic pen is mightier than the sword young people yes it is yes it is you know and some other things we have going on uh, going on as well as you know every monday between seven and nine we do our, uh, our live broadcast that we tape and put on youtube at the old little pizza pub at 1201 south first street we're coming up in about two weeks now. We're going to have something completely new we're going to do. We're still doing our broadcast there. We still want you to come out. But we're going to do something a little bit different. Something a little bit different. We're going to do something we call Money Mondays. So if you have a nonprofit organization, if you, especially if you have a sports team, uh, if you have uh, you know, a little league football team, track club, what we're going to do is you come out to the old little pizza pub. 15% of the total sales of that event when we're there We'll go back to your organization. Now, I know we got two organizations already signed up, which is Westside Track Club and the Kentucky Phillies, uh, because, you know, they have some big track meets coming up. They're trying to make it to the Nationals. I know the Kentucky Phillies are trying to make it to Des Moines, Iowa, for the AAU uh, Championships, which will be held, uh, I believe, like late June. And Westside Track Club is trying to make it to Greensboro, North Carolina, for North Carolina A&T. Shout out to HBCU. For the USA Track and Field National Championships. And these are expensive trips. You know, because you got to travel all over the country running track to qualify for these meets. And, you know, we want to help those organizations and help those individuals get there with the least financial burden as possible. Because it's expensive to take kids all over. So, we, we want to help them with that. And that's one of the things that we always pride ourselves in the Man of Sports Show. Unlike every other sports radio talk show in town. You know, we're part of the community. We're a black sports show. We don't shy away from that. We're a black sports show on the black network, and those things we do not shy away from, and that means that we have certain responsibilities that other shows don't have to, to shoulder, but we're happy to shoulder those responsibilities, those burdens, and one of those things out there is to help our youth maximize their talent and their potential, which is what Mila's going to do, which is what Money Mondays is going to do, is help our youth maximize their potential expose them to things that they normally would not see. I remember I ran summer track with uh, the Chico at Westside Track Club. And I went all over. I went to Des Moines, Iowa. Went to Texas. Went to Florida, West Virginia, Virginia, Florida, Tampa, all these places. Run, uh, uh, Gentlemen, gentlemen. <laughs> <laughs> dun, 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 dun. We have an announcement. 
We have an announcement. Yes, sir. What's the announcement? Justify. Has won. Justifies his ranking as a triple crown champion. He has just won the Belmont Stakes. Hey, there we go. We have two triple crown winners in three years. Crazy. Bob Baffert. I had to throw it in there for. Uh, hey, to throw it in there. So, the, so that those are the things we have coming coming up on the main versus sports. Show I know you guys will be interested in. So stay tuned. Uh, if you have any questions at all, you go to main event sports one zero one dot com. Our website, everything's up there. As a matter of fact, if you go uh, look at main event TV on the website right now, you see all the videos we've done. Uh, you see the main event on politics. You're going to see uh, all the shows we've done. You're going to see a guy by the name of Terrence Chandler. He's one of our guys in the Miller program. So you can watch his videos. Uh, great kid. Very smart. Goes to Ballard. So we're proud of him. You can watch his work as well on the Main Event Sports 101.com. We click the Main Event TV tab. Go to Main Event on Politics. He's interviewing Ryan Fenwick, who uh, was running for mayor this past election there. So, hey, man, I'm telling you, you got all sorts of kids doing great things. While I'm making announcements, I got one more... One more announcement to make. Ahead, I just got sir. two more announcements. Well, you, you feel like uh, preaching. Go ahead, sir. Thank you, sir. Announcement number one. Hey, for all you guys out there running track, just to let you know, Westside Track Club is having their big invitational track meet next Saturday at. Now, Joe's going to love this because it's at Fern Creek High School. Westside Track Club is having an invitational track meet. At Fern Creek High School. If you want your kids to run inside and, uh, and participate, go to www.coacho, as in letter O.com. It's going to say Central, but Central's getting a track redone, so they moved the track meet to Fern Creek. Sign your kids up, have them out there running. It'll be a great experience. Can meet kids from all over the state, and it, it'll be good times. Also, next weekend as well, Five Bit of Sigma. Uh, my fraternity there is having their golf scramble at the Shawnee Golf Course. So I want you guys to, to check that out. Um, good times had by all. If you go to manyofthesports101.com, sign up for the newsletter, you'll see it all in our newsletter. So, hey, people go check that out. And go mob. And <laughs> last but not least, um, I know I'm, I'm talking a lot here for the last three minutes. I know Jazz something wants to say. But I got, I got to put this out there. To all our athletes that are, that are listening, and there's a lot of guys in high school now that have matriculated to college, who will be going to college. Uh, there's a lawsuit that was filed by several current and former football players of the University of Minnesota this past week. Where they're alleging, and we're going to keep you guys up to date on this, but they're alleging that um, there was a, a lady said that she was uh, raped by several athletes. And these uh, black athletes have come out and said that the school railroaded and scapegoated and used them as scapegoats. And they're not too happy about that. So they're suing the University of Minnesota for this. So this is a big hullabaloo. And it's kind of something for, for folks to kind of watch because that could have some ramifications for other universities that are going through similar things. And yes, I'm talking about you, Baylor. And yes, I'm talking about you, Michigan State. Okay. Rashawn? There we go. Let the church say amen. I'm, I think I'm dead. Let the ch- oh, you did. Yeah, there, there we go. Let the church say, man. There we go. Yeah, he just, he just I, your mic off. I do. I do want to give a big, <laughs> uh, big shout out to uh, the Kentucky All Star team. Uh, they knocked off 
uh, Romeo Langford and the Indiana High School All-Stars. This is two years in a row where Kentucky's beating Indiana. If anybody knows anybody anything about that series, Indiana won like 20 years in a row. Really? Where, where Kentucky just never won. So for the, the they actually knocked off a team uh, of Indiana All-Stars that had five Big Ten commitments and freshmen in the starting lineup. Mm. So crazy. Uh, it was David versus Goliath, but uh, the, the Kentucky boys just out-hustled them. They got them done. They got it done. None of those kids are going to high major teams, but uh, they brought it. And Romeo Langford, the five-star freshman, was held to 17 points. So, mm. so it, it, you know, I, I wanted, just wanted to give a big shout-out to them. Uh, that was awesome. The Kentucky girls also won as well uh, against the Indiana girls. So, of course, they played this, the back-to-back. They played two nights in a row. So, uh, I, right now, the, the Indiana girls are up by about four. So, we'll see what happens with that. But So, I did want to give a big shout-out to them. And then, of course, Chris Mack, uh, like Jay said earlier, is doing some big work on the recruiting trails. Um, they just had a big man in, Jason uh, Jatoba, uh, big 6'11", 270-pound center. Um, uh, was on campus. He uh, enjoyed it. He's a underrated prospect. He's only rated 189th um, by uh, the composite score at 247 oh, Sports. Jalen Withers. He was in oh, last nice. week. Uh, a friend of uh, Josh Nickelberry, who of course already committed. He was the first commitment for 2019. And then of course uh, David Johnson, uh, the Trinity product, had a very very productive week, knocking off the Indiana uh, All Stars, uh, Junior All Stars. Had 31 points against them as well as the game winning three. Uh, he had a couple of big games against them, and then he also had 28 against the senior team, the senior Kentucky team. So David Johnson, he's on commitment watch. Jalen Withers, he's on commitment watch. And uh, the big man Jason Jatoba said that he had a great visit. He's very, very excited about it. I think Louisville's going to continue to shake the trees. Uh, Orlando Robinson is a name to look for. Um, and can't forget, man, the football Kai team Jones is another guy to look, look for. Bobby Petrino got, Bobby a, Petrino. got a three-star linebacker slash defense commitment. That's today. right. Uh, Louisville football got a, another commitment uh, for 2019 as well uh, on the uh, gridiron. Uh, they actually have a big camp going on this weekend, so they have a lot of players on, uh, you know, on, on the uh, premises right now checking out the new stadium. So, uh, everything going hot and heavy man hey, everybody uh, th- th- it's no time to slow down I know the NBA championship is over with but you know you have the summer league coming up and you have everything going on with July recruiting of course main event sports show will be your resource uh, for all those types of things so make sure you continue to watch us uh, and then of course next thing you know it'll be uh, fall practice Kicking off. As a matter of fact, yeah, Bobby Trent's having a big press conference Tuesday. We get to meet all the coaches. That's right. So be able to talk to Bobby and see what's going on. I just want to see Brian Van Gorder's mustache. It's a very poor start S. That's <laughs> <laughs> a big thick well, 70s mustache. we got to get out of here, guys, and appreciate you guys. Thank you for taking your time out, ladies and gentlemen, to join your number one sports show main event, Haven Rashawn and myself. And uh, we got some major events coming up, Haven. That's right. We got our summer spectaculars coming up, man. We we got a whole lot of things going on. Make man. sure you stay tuned. Um, of course, uh, the the Hornet Club, man. Uh, <laughs> DJ Smurf just shouting out to you guys. They upset with us because when you've been out there, uh, we got so many things coming up. July is going to be a big month for us as well. So make sure you stay tuned Huge. to the main event sports show. So give uh, it up. So we'll give it up for the Ellis family. We're going to hang right. out with you guys later on tonight. And uh, hey, like we always say, we love you, Louisville. Without any struggle, there is no progress. Peace. Feelings, no the same feeling like me. Can't control my anxiety. Feeling like I'm touching the ceiling.